The Great Resignation seems to be the second wave of unexpected disruption for leaders, at least in the last five years-ish. The first was a tidal wave of COVID, the uncertainty that grew into, at times, for us at least, paralyzing fear. Like, are we actually going to survive this? To us now, in a rhythm of new normal. Not like it was, but, you know, a little bit more normalized. Two years into COVID life, it's smaller, but a similarly disruptive wave that is crashing on us in small to medium-sized businesses and nonprofits alike, employees being reshuffled, and at times, great employees. One of my mentors actually told me it's something that he's never seen, which I didn't really take comfort in uh, because he didn't have these solutions, but I also felt like, okay, at least I'm not crazy. Like This is a weird time. So what do we do when the unexpected happens and then it happens again? When you're exhausted and feel like throwing in the towel, where do you go? And is it really happening or is it just your organization? Welcome to the Impact of Leadership podcast, where we believe that no one drifts into excellence. I'm your host, Steve Shear, and today's episode is encouragement to keep fighting. My guest today is Patrick Booth. He's the CEO and owner of CCB Technology, an outsourced IT firm, and the CEO of the Impact of Leadership Media Group, of which this podcast is one aspect of. In my opinion, CCB is the best outsourced IT firm on the planet, and the Impact of Leadership is great, but the podcast host, he's a little suspect, but still, it's pretty good. I have the pleasure of working for Patrick at CCB as the VP of Sales and alongside Patrick as his partner with all things Impact of Leadership related. We're in this thing with you all because we live this thing out day in and day out. We are living it, The, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And that's where this podcast comes from. Please enjoy my conversation with Patrick Booth about the great resignation and how we encourage you to fight back. It is an interesting time, but what do I think about great resignation? I think there's a period of time whenever you something gets labeled, it means there is a consistency or a pattern that is not just happening at one area, one company, but across the, the U.S. and maybe the world. Uh, I can only speak from the U.S. side of things. Uh, and I've talked to friends. The great resonation is employees that have been at a company for a good amount of time are now moving on to other companies uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, there's a lot of money being thrown around out there. Uh, I'm not sure how that money is going to be sustained. I'm going to be honest uh, because it's crazy amounts, like 30, 40% increases for some uh, that are going. And then um, I also think some people after coming out of 2020 COVID and 2021, uh, again, still a lot there with COVID, uh, people are now feeling uh, comfortable again that they feel like they need to make a life change because things have changed completely from where it was and they feel like they just need to try something different. So between the money and the life change, uh, put them together and you have now the great resonation happening. Yeah. And so I, I love stories and um, I know you do as well. So hit us with a little history lesson. Um, I've been, I've had the pleasure of fighting alongside of you through thick and thin. Um, but I, I want people that are listening in to know. So what has the last year or so in the life of CCB technology looked like in regard to, to personnel changes? 
Sure. So in the last year, and we started seeing uh, the change happen really from October on. Um, and, and every month we've seen a resonation happen now, which is very unheard of. I mean, we, our tenure an average is 12 years at being at our company. Uh, we have some people that have been here 25 years and some going towards 30 um, and obviously everything in between. But um, what I've seen in the last 10 months are people resigning for a lot of different reasons. Uh, one, uh, we had somebody resign who wanted to buy a coffee shop because that was uh, her dream. And she wanted to be able to go do that with her husband. And uh, this was a great opportunity and they went for it. So when I think about that, I'm thinking, huh, isn't that interesting that again, uh, it comes out of times where maybe life, we, we were challenged and we were not allowed to do the things we wanted to do. And there's a lot of regret with that, whether it's not being able to see family or go on vacations. And so for this, this was an opportunity for them to invest in the business. So obviously wish her the best, but you know, she's going for a dream. So I think that comes out of where we've been the last couple of years. Um, other people, uh, it's money. Um, and I understand companies are, you know, trying to, there's a shortage of good employees out there. We, uh, are, have been looking for filling some positions and we understand it's, it's not like it used to be where you just get tons and tons of resumes. So I think it's really hard to find good people. And so bigger companies are throwing away, throwing around a lot of money and, and trying to poach employees away from other companies because they're really good. And so um, we've seen that happen and and it is hard uh, to lose great people because again, we hired them, we saw them, uh, invested in them and um, and they're talented people. But unfortunately, you know, I, I can't compete with some of the, the salaries that are being thrown around there. So that's a different situation. And then uh, again, I think some people just want change. Um, and I understand I'm a person who hates the same thing over and over again. So I have seen some people who say, I just need to make a change. Um, maybe they want to travel. Maybe in some cases, people just want to try something different. Um, and, and again, with you know, maybe different benefits, different packages with salary, uh, but also just the different challenge of, hey, I survived COVID. I survived some other things. Um, maybe I want to you know, try a new challenge in, in my career uh, and see where this goes. As, as I think people have realized, maybe been shaken up a little bit about um, there's a limited amount of time and we never know when things are going to change on us. So uh, maybe I should go for some things that uh, shake up my world a little bit, but in my control, because I can't control COVID, but I can control when I want to jump to a new job. Mm -hmm. And there's been a couple, I mean, several good things, but it, it kind of gets overshadowed by uh, fear of the unknown with people leaving in that. But um, talk a little bit about uh, Kyle and other people that we've hired and things like that. The things get overshadowed. Uh, so Kyle Jolly um, is now our new vice president of operations. And I say new, he got promoted in December, um, but he is going uh, on 15 years with us and has started in sales and went to director of sales and went to director of sales operations and then went to director of operations. And now he's vice president of operations. So it's been a great career to see him. And really in the last couple of years, the, the operation side of things has just been booming. I think he got promoted like every year uh, for like the last three years uh, because we needed him in different roles to help us on the operation side. So that came out of, you know, again, the change of what do we, how do we get more focus? There's a lot going on. How do we look at our processes internally? How do we, you know, get more efficient? And it was something we always know we needed, but, you know, when things happen like COVID and you, you know, start going remote and we change some internal systems, we realized we really need somebody to head that up. So not all change is bad. Sometimes change leads to growth. 
Um, and, and this is a good one. Um, another one is, I know like Stephanie uh, Putnam has come on and uh, I think about Stephanie and you know, she was working uh, several jobs and, you know, providing for her family, but it was great to see her come in and bring her energy and her passion for wanting to serve CCB. I mean, you sit down with her and you're going to get a lot of laughs, a lot of smiles, and, you know, you can just tell she really appreciates being here. And that means a lot. And then our recent hire, Luke, uh, who was selling real estate, uh, 22 years old, now comes on over uh, working for CCB and how exciting that is to have somebody starting out their career. Um, but we get to help mold him and shape him and grow him and, and, and see great things come out of that. So yeah, people are making some changes and we've seen some positive changes internally and also some new people coming in. So I think there is a lot of opportunity right now for small businesses or anybody out there to uh, make their team uh, even stronger uh, by by looking for great talent out there who was probably looking for a change to come on over to even our company. And I know I asked you about personnel changes and things like that, but before we before I jump into the next thing, talk a little bit about you know you personally. What, what's what's the last year been like for you for you personally? Uh, well, I've done a post on LinkedIn and I've mentioned this before that this last year was the worst year of my life. Um, COVID 2020, I thought that was going to be the worst. And then 2021, like looked at 2020 and said, oh, I got this. I can top this. And so what happened was, um, you know, personally, uh, my own health uh, found out that I, uh, I was with you, that I had a blood clot. Um, that I needed to take care of um, as I was feeling pain in my leg and we were about to get on a plane and we found we out on the way to <laughs> the airport. <laughs> we were, we yeah. were. And I told you, don't tell my wife the doctor called and you were like, Oh, I got squirmy on that one. And then she called like 30 <laughs> minutes later. Anyways, that's a whole different story. But, um, but I, you know, that was a reality check of, Oh my gosh, um, me not taking care of my body or my body is going through some changes here. I had to, I had to accept that, that now I'm on medication or was on medication on blood thinner. Thankfully a year later, I'm off now, but that was the first hit on me. And then, um, as we went through 2021 as a business, uh, we had inventory shortages, like everyone did trying to get a hold of uh, computer hardware, very difficult when all the parts can't come together. And, you know, we didn't want to, you know, not take care of our clients. And so that, that was a struggle, you know, trying to find that balance and keep everyone happy. Um, the other, uh, big thing that happened, um, in June, uh, my father fell, uh, he was 74 at the time and he fell and had a spinal cord injury and it was a, a fluke situation. Uh, at least he fell backwards and hit concrete and, uh, he's been in a wheelchair ever since, uh, his left arms paralyzed and he can't uh, stand on his own and, he can use his right arm now and he can talk and he can communicate, but uh, he he is not able to uh, control his own body right now. And um, and that's been extremely hard to, to watch him go through all the therapy. And he is currently in a, uh, a facility, uh, that a long-term rehab facility where he can stay and get all the help he needs 24-7 care. But that was extremely hard to, to for our whole family as we were, were, were very much there for each other. Um, but I'm juggling uh, the work stress. I'm juggling uh, my home. I have uh, three kids and my nephew and in-laws and my, my mom and, you know, trying to juggle the personal side of things and, um, you know, uh, a lot of stress just in um, even in my marriage. And I don't mind talking about that, that, um, you know, with everything happening with COVID and, and all the stress at work, um, I wasn't 
doing the best and making my marriage a priority as I was trying to focus on all these other things and just survive. And so, you, you, you know, it's called compound stress, where it's not just one thing, it's just compounding on top of each other. Um, and that's what happened last year for me. Um, and so um, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, and um, I chosen this year to be my word rebuild. Um, and that's all before the great resignation started coming to CCB as well. But I knew it was in my heart. Well, maybe it was towards the end, but I knew that 2022 was going to be a rebuild year in my personal life and my professional life. I want to pause the episode very quickly to let you know of a few free resources that we have. First of all, dozens of blogs written by people who live it out with titles like Even Superman Crumbles to Kryptonite, Your Best Self Morning Routine, The Imposter Syndrome, and The Mullet and the Grizzly Bear. One new blog is added every week. You can go to the site, give us your email, and we'll get it in your inbox. Totally reactive on your part. The second resource, over 100 podcasts, which you know about the podcast, but did you know that you can search by topic on our site? So maybe you want to know how to lead when you're not in charge, or mentorship is on your mind and you want to give some advice to a mentee, or what about being a mom and balancing work? You can find what you're looking for on the website in the search bar. The third thing, Lastly, we've created a completely free tier in the IOL community for those of you who want access to more content and engagement from us, but can't commit financially yet. Links to all of this free goodness are in the notes, the description below. Look for blogs, podcast, and IOL free to be taken to those sites. The impact of leadership exists to connect, equip, and grow leaders while having fun. Now, back to Patrick. So talk for a minute about how you are wired as a person, so your personality, and then how these changes have impacted you specifically. Sure. So we do a DISC assessment at CCB on personalities for every employee, and we it gives us an understanding of, of what type of personality naturally comes out of you. And so if you're a D, um, you're going to be uh, dominant, uh, more of a driver, direct, and I is going to be very expressive and full of energy and everything's about relationships. Spoiler alert. That's exactly what I am. Uh, a C is very analytical, loves to understand the why behind everything. Um, and an S is all about making sure uh, there is a community of harmony and that people are not turning against each other and that, you know, everyone's happy. And so we have all these traits in us, but there's usually one that's or two that's our stronger that comes out like just naturally in you. And so I'm an I and the further to the edge that you are is the more of it. I'm all the way to the edge. I think I could be off the edge. I think if you got there some was... toes hanging off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely dangling those toes. And so, you know, for me, everything's about relationships. So how has that impacted my personality? Well, when I see people leave, I take it, I take it personal. I mean, not in the sense of like, oh, I'm going to fight you when you leave. Um, that That's not what I do. I, I'm hurting. I actually get really sad uh, in, inside because I'm feeling like, man, I must have failed this person for them to leave. I, I wasn't good enough for this person to stay. And I'll be honest, I think I'm way more sensitive than my wife is. So, um, and I think I'm more sensitive than a lot of people out there, maybe uh, because I'm an eye to the edge. But I do take everything personal because uh, when I'm working with you or I'm pouring into you, I'm putting everything out there. My heart is completely in it. 
Um, at least that's what I believe. And then um, my heart gets easily uh, broken uh, when uh, when there's a rift. And I hate the rift in a relationship, especially if I did something. Um, but um, it, it, it all lingers. And I know people leaving, it's not always that I've done something, but I'm always wondering, like, is there something I don't know? Is there something that I didn't do? And so I just wrote a blog about this actually a little while ago um, on our uh, Impact Leadership website. Uh, under Community Resources blog, you can find the one that I put, Why Losing Great Employees Hurts Like a Mickey Ficky, uh, because I, <laughs> I don't believe in cursing um, like that. But um, sometimes you just got to say what it is, and it does hurt. Um, and uh, I heard that a long time ago in a, a skit, and I thought it was really funny. Oh, so Patrick, isn't it, isn't it just business though? Yeah. People do say that they're like, Hey, you know, this isn't, this isn't personal. It's just business. And I don't believe that is true. Uh, not at all in my situation. Um, and I say that in, in as well, it goes both ways for an employee and employer. You know, if I make changes, um, and I say, Hey, I got to make a salary cut here. Sorry. It's business. Like maybe a lot of companies did in 2020. Um, it is personal because now that family is losing money. Right. Um, and that person does not feel like it's just business. Right. But in my mind, it is. Well, the same phrase goes when an employee leaves. So like, hey, this isn't personal. It's just a business decision. What's best for my family? Well, I'm taking it personal. So, again, it goes both ways. So, um, no, I truly believe that having employee and, and employer relationships in a positive way is the way to go. I mean, we've talked about it like. I know it's easy to maybe put up walls and be guarded because then that stops you from getting hurt. But the truth is, um, I think it's always better to be a leader that is passionate and caring and loving. And that means when you do put your heart out there, you're going to get hurt when people leave. Um, but I'm not like angry about people leaving. That's not it. I mean, um, it, it's more of a, a hurt of wow, I really love this person being at our company or I love this person giving us and that they really helped us grow and get better. But now they're going somewhere else to help somebody else get better. And I'm just, it just makes you wonder like, man, what could I have done better as a leader to keep them? At least that's what processes in my mind. Which I think it, it my own take on it is you erring on the side of caring for people. Yeah, it gets messy and it gets complicated when people leave because it hurts. But for me as an employee of yours, it it also helps my family know that you genuinely care about us. So there's that yin and yang in both sides of it. And I, I know some people probably do err very strongly on the side of um, it's just business. But um, so anyway, I, I, obviously I am on your team. I just mentioned that, but with both Impact Leadership and CCB Technology. So for people that are unfamiliar with us, I think it's important to describe how we've responded as a team at CCB. So let's talk a little bit about what our meetings have been like during this great uh, resignation and, and what actions we're taking. Uh, sure. So when you say our meetings, you're talking about like uh, with the company or in, in our departments? I think I think both. I think for us as an executive team, like what, what it's kind of like behind closed doors because people that listen to it might try to think, am I crazy for what, for what we're talking about in here? Um, but then also what, what have we done on the company side to keep people from freaking out? Sure. Well, a couple things, um, because there has been quite a few, uh, of people leaving and I think that's what got everyone rattled. I mean, it got me rattled. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't have to be a, just an employee here. Um, I'm wondering like, what is happening, uh, for, for this much to be going on again, it's not our normal thing that we see. Uh, and so 
the first thing is in our internal meetings as, as executives and is that we sat down and we're very open about it. And we said, employee retention, what do we need to do to help people feel like we do care and that um, we want them to stay here? And I, and I think I said to you, or as I, I know I said it to possibly probably Logan, I said, we've got to fight back in the sense of um, I don't want to just watch. And I would do the same thing if anybody was coming after my family and trying to take family away from me. I would defend and protect them. I want to protect my family at CCB. And these are great people, as least much I can. But, you know, if, if people have to leave because they're getting a 40% increase in salary, I can't do anything about that. Uh, I really can't, not as a small business. But I can tell you what I can do is I can, one, show my appreciation. And so what we've done is uh, bringing people together. Again, uh, in 2022, uh, I think people are feeling much more comfortable. I'm seeing it in my personal life when I go out. But also at business, people are, are not wearing masks as much and they're getting together with people and we see it in the Super Bowl and, and everything. But we brought people together for a breakfast uh, a, a week ago. And I think that was awesome just to see people community wise talking to each other, laughing, uh, catching up. Uh, again, we've done teams and we've done a lot of socializing uh, through that. But there you cannot you cannot recreate that on a video screen, the in-person one-on-one or group conversations. Uh, just in person, it's, it's genuine, it's real and, uh, it's the best. So we did that. Um, and then, uh, just today, uh, we had a nice lunch, uh, with everyone together and brought in some Cadoba, uh, which, uh, everyone loves and, uh, just enjoyed catching up and just not talking about business, but just talking about our lives. And then last night we had a manager's dinner with spouses and it was a great opportunity to get everyone together and just say how much I appreciate all of them and the spouses too, because without the spousal support, the the employee would not be here. And I, I do want to say that I think that has had a big impact too of when a spouse makes a change in their life, then maybe the employee feels like they have to make a change in their life, you know? And so, um, and then when their friends are making choices of change, then they start, everyone starts looking like, well, maybe I should make a change. If everyone's making a change, maybe I should make a change. And so there's been a lot going on, I think, where people are wondering what's best to do. But in my heart, I'm going to do everything I can control in my end. And again, it starts with talking to the leadership team, us strategizing. This was not my idea. It was others' ideas to, to do every week uh, for this month, uh, a new fun event. And we're going to do that. Plus, we're going to do something every month uh, moving forward uh, to, again, show appreciation towards everyone. And then um, one of the things we did is we looked at salaries and uh, we started uh, saying, what can we do to make sure people get increases and take get taken care of? And we're looking at our health insurance right now and we're trying to get creative of what we can do to make better benefits happen. And then, um, you know, I, I did something where I offered everyone $1,000 that if they stay here until um, Christmas time or right before Christmas, I'm going to give them all a $1,000 bonus for just, you know, as a nice little Christmas gift of Thank you for sticking around. So I can tell you that I think as leaders, um, we have to be creative. If you really want your employees to stay, you have to show them value. You have to take time um, to in action of things that maybe you haven't done in the past or you did in previous years. But it's it's time to get back on track and make sure that you you create a great environment for people to want to stay there. I think um, there's a couple of things that you said that I want to draw just a little bit because um, behind closed doors, I think it's really important and it's been very beneficial for our team to just be honest. Like we, we, I don't want to overlook that because there are some, lots of companies where there's not trust as the foundation. 
but we pride ourselves on trust being the foundation. So there's been some serious conversations about, I don't know how much I can do. I, I, you know, people are leaving. So we've, as a team had each other's back to say, what can we do? You know, Melody, uh, the VP of marketing has many times in the last couple of weeks said to me, what can we help with so that you don't have to be as involved in this stuff that you're taking on. So I think that's important, but um, the creativity side that you said, uh, it's a simple thing, but not necessarily easy, but uh, listening to people. So when we, when, when you have said, Hey, what, what can we do as we're addressing this, you know, people leaving and employee retention, and then we take action. So we've listened and we've taken action. We can't, we don't do it on, we can't do it on everything and we can't do 40% increases, but those simple things like that, I think, have helped. And then another principle that, that we were just talking about last night at that manager's uh, dinner that you were mentioning, uh, I was talking with Logan. And I think one of the things that has helped is those of us on the, on the executive team looking at each other and saying, okay, who are we? Because we need to be real comfortable with who we are so that we can say goodbye to people if we can't meet what somebody else is doing. So um, that's been, that's been difficult to, to kind of look in the mirror and say, okay, we can do this, but we can't do that. Cause this is who we are, uh, especially on the financial financial side from a small business. Yeah. I try to, uh, you're right about all those things. Um, I, the, the thing about knowing who we are is really important. And I, I said that recently where I'm like, listen, if I was playing one-on-one against Shaquille O'Neal, um, <laughs> I know what's going to happen. Okay. He's going to win. And there is no way I physically, can uh beat him now i might get lucky and just say a prayer close my eyes throw the ball up and it might go in the basket if i'm lucky okay um but that is not going to happen and, and that's okay i'm I'm never going to beat him on that and so i have to be okay and comfortable with what i can do um now again i think some people have to really take a long look look at that though and and say hey, don't be stuck in your ways though um and i've uh i've had to learn and, and think about what can i do to to grow and, and maybe be better in these times and i'm still growing um there's things i'm still wrestling with in my heart about what i want versus what uh, maybe is best for the company and, and the employees. But I'm working on it. I promise you that. Well, that's a good that's a good point. Uh, segue into I really want to hear because I, I personally feel like a, a stakeholder of both CCB and IOL. But the fact is, is that your perspective is different than mine because you're 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 the top dog in both. So mm-hmm. as an owner of a small business, uh, what are you learning as you're going through this? You just mentioned growth. I would love to hear a couple things that you're learning as, as you're going through this. So, okay. My, I, I closed the deal with my parents that I would be the owner on uh, December 31st, 2018. Okay. So I became an owner um, on the, in the 19, uh, January 1st, 2019. And um, that was the first year. And then what happens after that? Uh, COVID hits in 2020. Right. Um, and then 2021, we have the shortage of inventory. And now 2022, we have the great resignation. Um, I'll tell you, as a small boat business owner, um, it's been a rough start uh, in the sense of was this a good investment? Um, yes, uh, I've been an employee of CCB for a long time and over 20 years. And, um, you know, it's a family business. But man, I felt like what did I talk about timing uh, of coming into something? And so uh, as a small business leader, I honestly wondered, like, do I not have what it takes to lead? You know, I thought I could lead and, and you know, call it the honeymoon phase of 2019. That was the honeymoon year, right? First year in, I felt good about it. Um, but now 2020, 2021, and 2022, I'm like, man, 
I hope I have internally, I'm doubting myself, do I have what it takes? But then I look around at my company and last year when my dad had his uh, injury, I, I was gone a lot. I was working, but I wasn't in the office. And I tell you, I am so thankful that I have a team around me who rallied, who had my back. Um, we had a lot of things we had to work through and I had to lead and I, I saw it like one of the things that I wanted to do is make sure our, you know, our team got united. And so we're going through the five dysfunctions of, of a team um, from Patrick Lencioni. And we're doing that with a coach right now. But that's because it's not that our team's dysfunctional. I mean, we always can get better. But I, I had a sense that everyone was feeling a lot of weight uh, over the last couple of years. And it would, just was important that we actually took time to pour into learning how to work better together and communicate well and, and trust each other ultimately, you know, during these times. So for me, I needed that. So I'll tell you this, as a small business owner, you have no idea what's coming at you. Nobody does, right? And, and we're all in the same boat in all of this. This isn't just me. But I'll tell you, it makes a huge difference when you're actually pouring into your growth. Um, and you're willing to have a team around you that wants to see you grow and get better and a team that's honest, a team that trusts you and that you trust them. Uh, that is the key to getting through these trying times. And again, I don't know if we're done. I have no idea. The world is is a crazy place, and there's a lot of uh, interesting things happening right now, and sad things happening uh, over in Europe. And we we are all humans, and we all hurt when we see things happening like they have been the last couple of years, and even now in war. So I just would tell anybody, um, as a small business owner, you have to be willing to grow. You cannot stay stuck in your ways if you want to live and continue to be here. Uh, you have to adapt, uh, but you also need to know who you are and your core values. Uh, you don't have to adapt on everything as we were just talking about, but uh, you do need to be able, though, to be somewhat flexible. I truly believe that, uh, or, or or people will leave you. And, and I've had to say that to myself. Um, you have to be flexible. So lots of growth is happening in my personal life and my professional life during the last couple of years. So uh, two things that I'd like to end with, and and one of them you, you touched on, and, and maybe there's not a whole lot there because we've talked about it a little bit, but uh, two things I'd like to end with. Ideas for the business leader with a limited budget, and then encouragement for the leader that's been beat down. So first... You know, what ideas, and I might chime in too, because I love ideas, you know, collaborating ideas and stuff, but what ideas do you have for the business leader with a limited budget trying to compete with crazy offers? Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, this is a good question, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to do my best to answer it. Uh, limited budget. Uh, first of all, uh, employees want to feel valued. So I, I want to say taking time to write thank you notes, um, sending a message uh, through Teams, an email, a phone call, uh, whatever, you, you know, your communication, uh, taking time to show, let's say the words, thank you. And, and maybe, uh, tell the employee something that you really uh, think they do good at. I think it go a really, really long ways, uh, with appreciation. And that is free. Okay. That takes time, but it is free in cost. Um, I mentioned earlier, uh, it doesn't cost much money, uh, to bring in uh, a food for your company. Uh, it doesn't uh, take much, um, you know, to do that and spread it out. Um, taking time uh, to even do a gift card, um, surprise people with that. Um, recognition through uh, awards, monthly awards. Um, you can give more time off. You can uh, give people more PTO. 
you can let people have flexibility from working from home. Um, you you can just uh, uh, entree leadership calls it a hundred dollar handshake. Uh, that is expensive, but you know if you see somebody has really gone above and beyond, a hundred dollar handshake. Um, that's exactly what it is. A hundred dollar in the hand, shaking it to somebody else and just saying thank you. Um, we have never done that at CCB, but we give a hundred dollars out at Christmas time. And now I was going to say, it. I was going to say, you, you, you do. I was going to say, I've never gotten it from your hand to my hand, but you do that because it was tradition from your parents and you, you've carried that on. So I wasn't going to let you slide well, on that. I'm glad that. <laughs> well, for me, it's, it's still, cause you don't, I think whatever you do, be careful, be consistent. Um, don't just give it to your favorites. That, that you maybe that you lean on the heaviest on, you know, because there's a, the company is built by every employee. And I say, whatever you do, try to make sure every employee feels valued in it. Um, and that's what I would say. So again, tons of ideas. I'm sure there's tons of resources out there. Um, but I do think recognition and not everyone wants to be recognized publicly. Some do um, know your employees, know what would they would appreciate taking time to just say, thank you, everyone appreciate the words. Thank you. A couple of um, things that you've done that I don't, that, that I'm just bringing it on you, but you've done this and you've given me license to do a couple of these things. So, uh, you've done videos, um, through, we utilize teams at CCB. So I think your, your CEO update videos to the company have been helpful to let people know, Hey, I'm not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere, but this kind of sucks right now. So I think that that helps. Um, and you did say thank you and things like that in that video, but really it was more of a, I'm here. Look at me through the video screen. I'm here. We're going to keep moving forward. The other thing is that you gave me permission to do some contests within sales. Um, we have limited budgets. We're not Amazon. We're not, you know, these gigantic companies, but, uh, I oversee the sales team. It's a lot easier to do contests for sales than maybe, um, you know, your accounts receivable person. However, having my boss, you give me permission to do some contests with sales has been fun. So give a couple hundred bucks and spread it out and have it be towards an initiative that you want the company to accomplish anyways, or the, the, the role that you're uh, overseeing uh, the company events. Uh, one thing that you gave permission to the marketing team for, and this idea apparently came from our finance uh, guy, George, but the paper airplane thing that we're doing in a couple weeks. And then uh, it's, I don't know if this is going to end up happening, but it sort of snowballed this morning where somebody was like, well, can we bring our kids to that? We're like, uh, let's, let's think through that. One of the kids, one of the guys just had his sixth kid. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know how many, I don't know how many kids we want, uh, you know, in the, in the building for a full hour. I mean, that could be crazy, but company events like that, like you don't have to spend, you know, $2,000 on a company meal necessarily. Maybe you have that money. You could do a paper airplane contest and then have some laughs and something to point to. Um, so there's just a couple things. So the, the last thing that I'd love for you to close this out with is what encouragement do you have for the leader that is just feeling beat down, whether it's from the great resignation or because they had, they heard your 2021 stories and they're like, yep, me too. Like what, what encouragement do you have for that person? Sure. So, uh, first I think there's a lot of podcasts out there. Obviously we're doing ours, but, uh, we'd love you to, to look at it, but there's opportunities to listen to different podcasts as well. Um, that, that you can fill your cup, uh, reading blogs, uh, is also really important because blogs, in my opinion, are short. They're not these long, uh, books that you have to read. Um, but you might like books. Uh, I will say this, you have to be intentional 
with pouring back into your cup. It's not going to just happen instantly, right? Um, another thing is find somebody to talk to. Um, I, I belong to two CEO groups. Um, plus, uh, once in a while, I have an opportunity to meet with a one on one business person and just get to talk to them about what they're going through. Um, I'm telling you, if you try to carry the load yourself, it's going to bury you. It's going to it's going to crush you. So you got to find somebody or a group of people that you can be honest with about where you're at, because um, if you're keeping it bottled up, it's just going to it's going to be too much. Um, but you got to find a way not just to, you know, go out there and express yourself and, and tell others you got to find a way to fill your cup up. Um, and so, like I said, there's the professional side. Then there's the personal side. I need to have fun in my life. So on Sunday, I went to a hockey game uh, with a friend of mine, and he's the one that had reached out to me. And I normally don't do these things for myself, but I told my wife, I need this. I need to go have fun. And we had a great time, uh, nothing out of control, but we went and we uh, cheered on hockey, and uh, it was awesome, saw the win, and it just was great. So I think you have to know yourself a little bit about what recharges your batteries. Some people love to be on the beach. Then go to the beach. I, I, I have, I, I'm terrible about taking uh, vacations for myself. Um, I just don't, I've never done it. If I do a vacation, I'm with my family, but um, I've been thinking lately that I might need to uh, step away when the time is right, just for a couple of days and just have some quietness in my life. Um, but I also love to have fun. And so um, I told my wife, I'm going to take one day a week um, and either I'm going to work or I'm going to do something that fills my cup up. Maybe I go see a movie uh, by myself. I know some of you might be like, that's sad, but you know what, for <laughs> me, <laughs> that would fill my cup. Uh, to know that I, I, I was able to do something or I go out to eat with a friend, um, possibly. But two, uh, it's Tuesday nights, actually. And, and I said that because, um, you know, I just I just need a night and that's flexible. I might not do it every week, but if I don't schedule it, if I don't put it on my my agenda that I'm going to go do something, um, I, I'm never going to do it. And I can tell you, I have never done this in all my years of leadership. I have never scheduled a day because I feel guilty about it. But at this point, I'm not any good for CCB or my family or anybody else if I don't fill my cup up and, uh, and get back to the level I need to be at to give out to others. That's good. Hey, um, do you believe we're going to make it through this great resignation? Yes, I do. Um, and the, the reason I believe it is because I think our heart is true for our employees. And I think a lot of people see that and they know genuinely we care about them. Um, people can fake it all day long um, in the sense of, do they really care about me? I, I, you got to be genuine. You've got to be genuine. People will smell that out. I know what I can't do, which is offer a 40% increase. I know I can't do that, um, but I'm going to do my best to offer the things I can. I'm going to continue to show my appreciation and value. And I think there's a lot of employees out there that are longing for that appreciation uh, along with the other things that we do here. So yeah, we're going to make it. I don't think it's going to be easy. I think we're in a fight, um, but I'm not giving up. Well, thank you, Patrick. And until uh, we're able to do this again, hopefully there's not another traumatic <laughs> global thing going on that uh, causes us to do a podcast, but maybe it does because uh, uh, we're in this to bring value to the folks that are fighting in small and medium-sized businesses and so who knows, but maybe next time it'll just be about fun stuff, but thanks for doing this. Absolutely. Takeaways and action items. First of all, the takeaways. Number one, you are not alone. Number two, there are cost-effective ways to attract and retain people. Number three, there's two difficult truths that we need to look right in the face. 
First is, sometimes you just can't compete with an offer. Know who you are and say goodbye if you have to. The second truth, the health of your organization is more important than the happiness of one employee. No employee trumps the mission of the organization. Action items. Number one, act. Take action. If you have the cash, give raises. Bring people together and share a meal. Build culture. Encourage your staff with a note or personalized video. Take action. The second action item, pour into yourself. Think oxygen mask on a plane. If you can't breathe, you're useless to everyone around you. So get some air in your lungs. All right, a different kind of request. If you want us to encourage someone or maybe get some encouragement yourself, email us at info at impactofleadership.com. You can give us the person's name, address, or any other pertinent information, and Patrick and I will send a note with some IOL swag. We're in this together. Leverage us if we can help lift someone up. Now, if you thought of someone during this conversation, please consider sending them this episode with a note reminding them that you've got their back. We have over 100 episodes that will aid in your growth as a leader. So follow or subscribe in whatever platform you're using and you'll have access to all of them. As a reminder, don't forget to check the show notes. Lots of good stuff down there. And I can't wait to be with you again soon. But until then, from all of us at the Impact of Leadership, thanks for listening.